Well, with us on the program this morning, we're really pleased to be able to connect with uh, Superintendent of Public Education, State of Oklahoma, elected position, uh, Ryan Walters. Good morning, Ryan. Welcome to our program. Hey, I always appreciate it, Representative Wright. Thanks for having me on. I love being on the show. And, and always, uh, when I'm in western Oklahoma and I'm out in Clinton, I always have people that say, hey, I heard you on your own show. I mean, you've got a lot of good listeners out there, and so I really appreciate you having me on. Well, we, we appreciate you taking the time to do that. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, what's it like being the state superintendent? You've been in the job for a couple of years. Hey, look, it, it's amazing. I, I, I'm honored and blessed to be able to, to have the responsibility to serve, to help our kids, help our parents. Um, you know, we've got to do better in education. You know, we, we've got uh, great communities. We live in the best state in the country. And, hey, you know, we're moving and shaking things. I mean, we, we have attracted more teachers to the state this past year. Uh, we, we are moving test scores. You're going to see kids improve. We are pushing back on the Biden administration. They're, they're trying to subvert. Uh, women's sports and putting boys in the girls' bathrooms. We're fighting back on that. We're fighting back on the radical teachers' unions, and we're having successes. And, and again, Oklahoma deserves to be the best state in education. We've got the best people here, and we're going to keep fighting for, for those folks, and we're going to get our schools back on track. Well, you, you've taken a, a little different direction as state superintendent, and it's ruffled some feathers, to be quite honest. I know uh, the far left, the liberals have been on your case pretty bad, as well as some of the conservative uh, Republicans. Uh, so you got kind of coming from both directions. What are your thoughts about that? Or your comments? How do you how do you respond? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've got these radical left wing groups. Uh, you know, that continue to target me. They they have targeted our kids and our schools for a long time. So I've got the atheist groups, um, the uh, groups that are trying to push transgenderism on our kids that are always fighting with me because hey, I told them you're not going to have your way in our schools any longer. The teachers' unions uh, fight me constantly. Well, they want to control your schools. They want to control your kids. They want to push uh, pornography and CRT on your kids, and I'm not going to let them. And I'll be honest with you, you know, I, I haven't run into any conservative Republicans that fight against me. Now, I've got a lot of, I've got some, you know, people that aren't very conservative that call themselves Republicans that have tried to fight back to pick up the mantle for the teachers' unions and for the associations. But, you know, I've been really clear from day one, you know, of, you know, when I campaigned for this office, I told people, I told taxpayers, parents, I looked them in the eye and said, I'm going to fight for you. Um, and I've heard it loud and clear from Oklahomans, hey, get the federal government out of our schools. We don't want Joe Biden dictating our schools. We don't want the teachers union in our schools. We don't want the CRT, DEI, transgenderism in our schools. We want math, reading, science, and we want real history. Not telling kids that they should be ashamed of this country. Our kids should be proud to be Americans. They should understand the history of this country and what makes this country great. And, and parents want more say in their kids' education. So I, I have fought every day to live up to that promise I made to Oklahoma. And, and look, I'm not going to back down. I don't care um, how, how much the woke left-wing mob comes after me. Look, I'm not going to back down. I've heard from plenty of Oklahomans who, who know that we're on the right path and, and know that I'm listening to them. And, and that's my message to, uh, to Oklahomans. I'm going to continue to fight for you and your kids. Well, one of the, one of the issues is uh, are some of the books in the classroom. You've taken a position that you have the right as superintendent and state department, actually the board, to make uh, decisions on the books that are uh, listed or provided in public schools across the state. Uh, that's become a big issue. I guess Edmond Public Schools have filed a lawsuit concerning their right to the say. Basically, they say you don't have the right to do that. What's your response, or can you even respond? Because I know that's a court issue right now. 
Oh, yeah, I'll definitely respond to it, and I appreciate the opportunity to. You know, Evan Public Schools has been out lying about the situation with the books in their library. You know, they were making available for kids as young as 10 some novels about graphic rape scenes. And you know what? When we told them, we said, guys, we've got parent complaints saying this is, you know, this is available for their kids, and, and their kids are pretty young. You know, our committee thinks, you know, hey, look, you need to at least, you know, keep this just to high school age and let parents know, you know, it's pretty graphic. The school said they agreed with us. So I, I, we're going about our business going, okay, well, just show us that you've, you're not making it available to younger kids, that it's not in those libraries, and, and that's, that's what we're asking for. And then they go meet with the teachers union, and then they come back and say, we're actually going to sue you and say you can't tell us to do anything with these books. We can have any kind of book on our shelves we want. Um, it doesn't matter if it's gender, queer, flamer. We want this rule gone. We're going to challenge you all the way to the Supreme Court. By the way, this is the same school district that went to the Supreme Court um, against parents on COVID. They wanted people to say quarantined if they didn't have a vaccine. This is the same group that targeted parents over masking. This is the same school that allowed bo a boy into the girls' bathroom and two girls got beat up in the girls' bathroom. So this district has a track record of going against parents. But, but ultimately what it's about, Representative Wright, is they don't want accountability. The, the we have some rogue districts that say, listen, you can't, we don't want you to be, have any power over us. So if we want to put all that pornography back on the shelves, we don't want you to be able to stop us. And frankly, we have found multiple books in multiple districts that are terrible. I mean, graphically sexual. And we have a committee that goes through those and we reach out to the districts and go, hey, here's our recommendations. What are you doing? Why are these still on the shelves? And we're going to keep doing that because frankly, I've heard it from Republicans, Democrats, independents. I mean, people go, look, how is this stuff getting in our schools? Can't we go back to a time where we're focused on reading, writing, math, history, and science, and we're reading, you know, actually about American history, the classic novels, and not reading just this absolutely hypersexual junk that the left is pushing on our kids? It's interesting because just looking at some of the press coverage, they've not brought out the issue you just talked about, and that is you were saying that these books, you're limiting the age as much as anything on some of these books. Is that is that correct? I hear, is that yes, what sir. Yes, sir. And I sat down, you know, I did an interview the other morning on it, live TV, uh, um, where I, I, I kind of laid this out. Is there, There's really two things here, right? Number one is th there's pornography that just doesn't need to be there, period. Then the second part of it is, you know, there's certain things that are um, appropriate for a 17-year-old to read, right, that you wouldn't go give to a 9-year-old. Right. Yes. So when you look at when you look at right, so when you look at these books again, what we told them is we're not saying these books have to go, but what we're saying is I mean it's pretty graphic. If you read the the, the sections on these, it's graphically describing rape. It's graphic, graphically describing sexual encounters with children. And so we said, listen, these books first of all should never be made available. Nine and ten year olds shouldn't have access. Right. Number one. Number two. You know, you don't require it, right? You know, if a parent says, look, I don't want my kid to have to read that book, um, we, we said those are two things that for age-appropriateness we should have. Again, the school agreed with us. They said, well, that's actually what our committee said, too. So this lawsuit shows you it wasn't really about the two books. The lawsuit was about challenging the rule to undermine any accountability that taxpayers and parents have over the school district. I noticed, uh, you know, that a couple of those books, the kite, uh, the kite runner, and uh, glass castle. I guess the couple of books they were talking about 
at Edmond. Have you looked at those books? And are you what what uh, what yeah. bothers you? I guess about them is that the, are those the ones you're talking about that had some explicit scenes there? Yes, sir. Those are the two. And again, they're they're, they're graphic descriptions. Again, the whole book. These two books. Um, uh, they're not the just the um, it's not like it's just graphic pornography all the way through, but there's some ex- sexually explicit descriptions in there. Again, one of them has about rape. It's a very explicit scene on rape. The other one has a very explicit scene about uh, a sexual encounter with a child. And so we said, listen, I mean, again, again, Edmund even agreed with us. You know, for a 17 or 18 year old, that the parents understand, hey, look, you're, you know, there's a section of this book where this is in here. We think that that's reasonable, but, you know, again, to be in a library where there's nine and 10 year olds and have open access to it, we said, look, we don't think that's age appropriate, that those are concepts that you, you don't discuss with a nine and 10 year old child. So where, where do we go from here? I guess it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, yes, sir. Do, and I presume uh, the State Department has legal counsel on that. Oh, yes, sir. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. Look, I think it's very clear. I mean, we, we absolutely have the authority to do this. We passed a rule through our, our board last year signed by the governor. It's very clear. Um, you know, again, we have laws on the books that talk about sexually explicit material, talk about graphic pornography, talk about endangerment of children. So I feel very confident with it. Um, you know, we're going to continue to fight for parents. I'm going to tell you, this is the latest stage of this, Representative Right? They, they couldn't beat us at the ballot box. They can't beat us with legislation, so what are they doing? They're suing, suing, suing. I mean, I'm getting sued every week by these left-wing groups, and now you have some of the districts that don't want accountability that are suing. So this is – you've seen it with President Trump. They go to the courts. So if they can't beat you uh, on a ballot, um, if they they can't stop you otherwise, they just sue, sue, sue. And so I've got these left-wing attorneys that, frankly, they sue me almost every week, Representative Wright. I mean, they really do. That's that's their new – uh, tactic here to try to get us to slow down, but it's absolutely not going to stop me from doing the will of the people. In this uh, one article, they talk about this advisory committee. You mentioned that a moment ago. They're saying it's a secret committee. What? How do you respond? To that? <laughs> okay, so what, what I'm telling you is, is we've got um, over a dozen folks on this committee. Um, it is a committee that's made up of folks of all different backgrounds. And again, you know what, what happens is you have the media that is just aching to tar and feather volunteers who are actually helping us look through these things. And so, yeah, no, we've got a committee of folks that applied to the department who want to do this. And again, you know, the media wants to jump on everybody every time they do it. Again, I would challenge anyone in the media, you know, all these uh, media outlets that are pushing this, they can go in and defend if they think that a graphic rape scene should be available to nine and 10 year old kids. If they think that talking about sex acts with children is appropriate for kids nine and 10 to have in their libraries, they can go defend it. It's, it's very common sense, Representative Ryan. That's where you hear them jumping all over, well, you know, what about this and what about that? So, guys, we've been very clear. We've been very transparent and very open. Hey, here's our problems with these two books. And we told Edmond Public Schools, hey, if you guys got a problem, with, if you disagree with this, you say you agree with this, so it shouldn't be a problem. If you disagree with us, come, come tell us at an open board of education meeting. Explain to us where we're wrong. We're, 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 we're open to the public. Uh, it'll be live, streamed online, and, and the media will be there. But again, I mean, these are things we've got to protect our kids. We have so many instances, and I'm saying not a day goes by. I don't have a parent reaching out saying, my kid had this book in school, and I don't, I don't know why this book was available to my child. Um, and, and we've got to clean up the, the um, libraries. We've got to clean up what's being taught to our kids. And we're going to continue to fight on that front. And I'll tell you the truth. Most of the time when I reach out to a school district and say, hey, 
we found this book, you know, dozen of parents complained about it. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Most of the time the schools say, oh, we didn't know that was here. We're going to take it off the shelves. That's the way most districts respond. But you have a few districts that are being led by these left-wing um, radicals that say, actually, we want that on our shelves. Actually, we don't see a problem with it. And that's who we're dealing with today. So let's turn another direction. You mentioned some of the Republicans, uh, you know, having difficulties there. Where, where's that coming in, from and why, do you think? You're, you're Republican. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I absolutely, I'll tell you, you know, we are a Republican state. We are a conservative state. But we have some, uh, some elected Republicans that don't act like Republicans. I mean, that's that's a plain and simple answer. They get they get uh, campaign donations from the teachers union. Um, they get pressure by all these status quo groups in education, all these ad- administrator associations, and they cave to it. And they go, hey, you know, I know we tell, and, and I've heard this before, I, I've had Republicans say, Ryan, I mean, I know that you said you were going to do these things when you were elected, but, hey, when you get elected, you know, you just go along to get along. You know, you don't know. You, you, you stop talking about those things and you move on to reelection. Well, that's not the way I work. When I looked at voters in the eye and I told them, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I hear you loud and clear. I'm going to do it. I meant that. So when I came into office, I have moved as fast as I can to implement the will of the people. But we have some Republicans that believe that, hey, my job is to get elected. My job is to tell people what they want to hear. And then when I get here, I'll just listen to what the lobbyists want or what the associations want. I said from day one, look, I, I don't care what the lobbyists want. I don't care what the associations want. I, I care what parents want. I care what the taxpayers of Oklahoma want. And I'm not going to be bullied or intimidated by any of these associations, by any of these groups. And unfortunately, we have some Republicans that do. That, hey, well, my, my key to reelect is raising money. So I'm going to go do what these interest groups want and what the teachers union wants. And, and that, I'm just never going to do that. And so, yeah, I have some um, dust-ups with some of these Republicans, and I'm just not going to back down if they are trying to undermine what Oklahomans have spoke loudly and clearly um, as a direction for the state of education. Yeah, one of the things I noticed when I got elected, I didn't really realize going in, but uh, the strong lobby you have in education, particularly uh, your public education sector with the school board association and the superintendent's association, and then you had the teachers' union all lobbying mostly for the same thing it seems to me at least that was one of the strongest lobbies i faced as a, a legislator is that you're you're basically feeling the same way about that uh, look we've got a administrators association called COSA. we have the school board association and we have the teachers union okay they all join up together they all hire lobbyists they all take dollars and again you know you got a lot of good folks in those associations that pay their dues and they don't know about all the lobbying right so they pay into these groups and go, oh, great, you know, you, you'll help me out, give me a training or something like that. They give them all these dollars, and what do these groups do? They go and use it politically. They go and they play in campaigns. They campaign against Republicans. They go up to the Capitol. They fight every parent rights bill that we put up. They fight every transparency measure we put up. They fight education reform every step of the way. So all those groups are all the groups that are targeting me, that are spending money against me, that are spending money against good common sense. Um, Republican reforms. Again, I've been really loud and clear with those groups. I'm not working with you. We're not going to back down to you. You guys have shown yourself. Remember, the school board association, they're still part of the National School Board Association, which that is the organization that asked the Biden administration to label parents domestic terrorists. I mean, can you imagine in Oklahoma a group that was lobbying Joe Biden 
to label parents that show up at school board meetings as terrorists and turn them over to the Department of Homeland Security. It's outrageous. It's out of line with Oklahoma values. But these groups lie about who they are. They masquerade behind the scenes and try to push and bully elected officials behind the scenes. And so I just bring it out in the open and say, guys, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do what they say. I'm not gonna back down to them. Well, because of that, um, you know, yeah, they target me with a lot of political dollars, a lot of attacks. Uh, but it's it's just absolutely not gonna have any impact on on me standing up for the people of Oklahoma. So you're you're about halfway through your first uh, your first term. You you could run again for reelection. Have you thought a lot any about that yet? No, not really. You know, I, I wake up every day and just try to see what, what we can do to improve education today. And we've got big plans um, for this year. We've had big plans for last year. We're going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, we have done. We have launched the biggest tutoring program in, in, the, in, in the state's history. Um, we have done more to get resources out to rural areas um, than has ever been done before. We're going to continue to do that because one of the things that we're working on is we're finding the best teachers in the state and we're paying them to help the kids that are behind. We're paying them to help the new teachers coming on board. We're going to go find these great teachers and make sure, hey, we're, we're help using them to help the folks that are struggling in education. And look, you're going to see it. You're going to see a rebound in reading scores and math scores. We're going to emphasize American history. Our kids are going to know more about American history than any other kids in the country. We want our kids to be good citizens. Look, uh, Representative, you know, the country is in danger right now and going into the steep decline under Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been threatening our state and other states on the, our uh, Title IX. He is rewriting Title IX. I sent his um, Secretary of Ed a letter the other day telling him, look, we're not going to comply with this. You're not going to tell us that Title IX apply, applies to transgender boys. What, what we saw here is that Title IX was meant to protect girls and women. We are not going to allow boys in the girls' bathroom or boys in girls' sports because you said so. Um, and remember, we already have a state law on this, but what Joe Biden is trying to do is get his federal Department of Education to apply pressure through these uh, dictates and rules to, down to the states. So I wrote him a letter said, Oklahoma won't comply. There shouldn't be a federal Department of Education, right? So there shouldn't ha you shouldn't have a federal Department of Education anyway, and we're not going to comply with you trying to dictate your transgender ideology onto our state. But these are the fights that, that we're facing, and hey, we're going to win them. Uh, we're going to continue to win these fights. We're going to continue to move education forward for the great people of Oklahoma. We deserve the best schools in the country. We have the incredible communities. Um, the people of Oklahoma are, are incredible. And it's time that our schools and some of our education system live up to the communities. And that means education reform. That means tackling these big issues and not backing down to woke mobs and these uh, left-wing groups that continue to fight for the status quo and to line their own pockets rather than help our kids. Superintendent Walters, thank you for being on time on the program this morning. We're out of time and we appreciate you being on the show and giving your side of the story. I always appreciate the opportunity and, and I appreciate you very much. And always, I'm a big fan of the show. So I always appreciate the opportunity to be on and, and, and love the good people of Clinton and, and Weatherford area. So sure appreciate the opportunity. Appreciate you very much. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.